What is it about pizza that gets uh, you going, Dean? What about pizza that gets me going? Yeah. The viral video of the Italians getting the Hawaiian pizza. <laughs> they slap the fucking pizza out the guy's hand. Is this a joke? Huh? <laughs> that solves the answer. Should pineapple be on pizza? No. What Never. gets me going with pizza? Bacon, yeah. bacon and banana. Bacon and banana. Yep. We're all in one sitting. Bacon, banana on pizza. Best pizza you'll ever have. Jesus. And uh, do you add like what? Like um, like syrup on top as well? No, you. What the hell? You know, like. What kind of syrup? What, what is the Canadian syrup that they do? Oh, maple syrup. Maple syrup? Yes. Ew. Are you trying to make a mockery of my fucking banana pizza? No, I'm just thinking. It, this this was this was you. my this was my biggest eye opener uh, in the states. Was they do that bacon, <sighs> bacon with pi- uh, with maple syrup? Why? Why? It's delicious. Every, uh, everything with bacon. That's like chocolate delicious. and tomato kind of thing. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, mm. I mean, the Swiss you have that thing where you wrap a date in bacon and fry it. That's delicious. It is. <laughs> it's it's like the one sh- thing they've done well. <laughs> do you think it's a Swiss thing? I, I, I've only encountered it in Switzerland. It probably really? isn't. Is it? Is it Spanish? Some tapas? I have no idea. I, th- I, I would have thought it was. But What's up with the Maroni nuts? What would you call them? Oh, uh, chestnuts. Yeah, ew. Roasted chestnuts? Why? Did That's a European. They, they smell delicious. Disgusting. They smell great. They taste they, they great. They look great. fucking dog shit. They're the worst. <laughs> it's, it's They're just dry. Yeah, like it's it's a shitty cardboard. potato. It's like it, eating a forest fire, dude. It's no, but you got to you got to get them at the right time. Like if you you don't want to eat them after December, basically. Yeah, but even before. Oh, is it December. like oysters? Yeah, yeah. Like they, you can only eat oysters in certain months. <laughs> they'll sell them only on a Monday. Either. They sell them throughout the winter, but you should abandon sometime in December. It's a, it's a yeah. fr- it's a French thing. You should only eat oysters in months that have an R in them. Oh, really? Is that true? Yeah. Because it's basically the cold months, so they don't go rotten. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The French okay. are rotten, though. <laughs> Dude, I was in France the <laughs> other day, um, <laughs> and I was walking past, um, I was in a cheese shop, uh, a French cheese shop, that was. And it <laughs> in France, it's just in a France, cheese shop. It was proper, but for us, it's a French cheese shop. It was shop. a proper French cheese shop. And there was like... Oh, is that called a fromagerie or something? Fromagerie. Oh, Jesus. Um, oh, well done. So you, 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 you have... First of all, the, the collection is huge, right? So it starts with all the cheeses that normal people would eat. You like said Jesus there. Jesus, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Freudian slip. Yep. Um, there was... <laughs> this is what Jesus would have wanted. So there's this whole bit of cheese that anyone would eat, like the delicious stuff. And then there was this whole section where it just looked rotten. Everything, everything uh, like looked maggot rotten. Cheese. It was just all like blue and green and it looked all like foamy and shit. Yeah, it yeah. was a wild ride. Ew, dude, yeah. ew. Mm. Like the frot cheese, the maggot cheese. Mm, yeah, yeah. Disgusting. You need, but you need to do Jesus cheese. You need to make that a brand. What would the slogan be for it? Um, Crucified. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Cheese that'll split your red sea. Jesus, the cheese that cures all. <laughs> this this cheese has uh, a bit of a metallic taste, like really naily. <laughs> with, with Someone a, died for this cheese with a wooden yeah, undertone. Probably, yeah, wooden. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and a bit of a Jewish tinge. Yeah. A bit of sweat. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> it's, and when you eat it, you just feel the burden of everyone's sin in your stomach. Fucking you can only you can only eat that cheese with heaps of wine. Yeah, and it'll come out on the third day. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we're, we're developing a real product here. <laughs> we just call, no, the cheese should just be called Resurrection. But, but it can only be found by women. What? This is the thing, right? When Jesus <laughs> when Jesus got out of the grave, there was women that saw him first. Like, all oh, right, okay. I didn't know that. It was just oh, okay. too Bible much into Bible study there. <laughs> so women, I've seen that Mel Gibson movie. Okay, <laughs> they have a, like a stronger sense of smell for decay or what? <laughs> Did you yeah, say decay? Uh, Did you say decay? decay. <laughs> a, a lot so of rotting dick. <laughs> a lot of cheese. And that does brings smell. our second cheese brand: <laughs> rotting dick. <laughs> 
<laughs> I wonder directly <laughs> sampled from Harry's tip. <laughs> uh, d- uh, there is a young cheese. It's uh, Roman sandals. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I think actually, you know, like like if you know the whole pharaohs used to embalm themselves and stuff. Not themselves. Someone else did someone, it because they were already else. dead. <laughs> I, I'm just thinking that could be a thing, like like to do that just to have on your will. Like I, I want my I want oh, my Jesus. penis preserved so that if someone digs me up years later, they're like, how? Why is just the rest the penis, just the, the rest of his wife. just the dick? Is, <laughs> <laughs> the rest is. <laughs> they're like, what was this thing? Perfectly preserved. <laughs> <laughs> and then someone goes, well, it's a miracle. And they hold up my dick. <laughs> miracle penis. No, it's really heavy. So like only a chosen one can come and pick it up. <laughs> oh, like Excalibur. Cannot, yeah, yeah, you cannot lift it from the ground until like, <laughs> a, cho- a chosen blonde young English bloke. <laughs> Some little boy comes <laughs> <laughs> Every fucking time, DJ Khaled. Oh, 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 there you go. I think mine's been there too. You just love that sound. Yeah, it's I do kind of miss it. It does amp Do you know where that came from? Like years and years ago, when I first went to, I had to get a, like a job in Germany when I was eighteen uh, for a summer job. So I was actually cleaning the streets, and I used to ride around in this truck with these two Turkish dudes. And one of them couldn't speak any German. The only thing he would say all day long is he'd go, Habibi, uh, uh, and then do this. <laughs> like some sexual Wait, thing. Wait, that Habibi means baby, no? I don't know. Habibi. Like darling. Uh, no, f- because darling, French, actually, yeah. no, he was Lebanese and the driver was Turkish and he was doing it yeah, to annoy so the driver. Yeah, so get your Middle Eastern right. Come he, on. So <laughs> he, he basically, we'd ride around and he'd go, Habibi, uh, uh, and then, he, and then he'd start going, Mustafa, Mustafa, and what start the fuck? And driving the, like making the driver insane. And that, and that was all day long. That was just, it just, that's you, all it was. Do you like miss cleaning guy. the streets, Harry? It had a beauty of simplicity. Those were mm. better days. I probably was a happier. No, I fucking hated it. And you know what? <laughs> you know what? The no, worst part I, was in, in my in my mind. It just went into you bringing the trash out, which is quite reflective of yeah, the comedy was, at times. I used to have to sweep the streets a bit, and then it was a bit. the worst. The worst was sweep the streets. Not the worst. I, what was I? Eighteen, seventeen, eighteen. We we used to have to do this secondary school, and I would just see all these hot german ladies my age just ignoring me because i'm in overalls and covered in in the their fucking yogurt and coca-cola <laughs> but were you allowed to stand on the back of the truck that's the important question it wasn't it was a, a van so ah shit it was uh, you got the worst you, part you, of the you street didn't get the good job. part yeah yeah exactly ah, damn How street cleaner are you yeah, yeah. It was, dude, that that looked so great. That when looks I was like a child, it, was, it was like that's those guys that's the, life, the man. job. That's the job. I but that's what you want. I used to race those <laughs> so guys. It's like, what do you want to become? Trash guy or astronaut? <laughs> On <laughs> like, the back, yeah. <laughs> no, but it, it, to me, it was interesting. I mean, astronaut. It was character building. That's what because oh, because so how did you lose it? Uh, <laughs> it, by having that experience going I never want to have some fucking character hum- humble job <laughs> that's fucking <laughs> fuck uh-huh. that shit yeah, that's real Soul character of the right earth there. crap is bullshit like fuck Jesus with his the the meek will inherit I, I need to be above <laughs> this shit <laughs> well, maybe now you're radioactive uh, but, you know. yeah maybe like a cockroach. <laughs> <laughs> so it works it works a little bit like a vaccine. So mm. if, if you're exposed long enough, Harry cannot die. This literally. Is why Harry's it's bald. <laughs> yeah. I just he wasn't ginger before that job. Actually, do you know do you know what I literally noticed in the lift on the way up here? I don't know if do you see those like this weird wrinkling effect right Harry's the pointing ears? at his ears now. You can do you see? Is that still there? He's yeah, that's us. normal. Harry's got wrinkling around. Well, no, his but ear. it's it's increased. I noticed. Like, You're getting that's old. called age. I know. Have you seen your eyes lately? 
I, yeah, the, you know what crow feet are? I don't, I don't have a problem with those sort of wrinkles, but this weird kind of ribbing effect. Oh, it's because your ears are getting bigger. Building up. And that's why the, the folds are developing. More. Yeah, it's, the, it's the ears and the nose. They never what stop growing. There. And it, it's the penis uh, reduces in size, though. No, Fuck, my, my grandmother literally had, like, <laughs> fucking salad. <laughs> no, my granddad, too, dude. The biggest Dumbo in the house. Yes. Fucking it was fucking wild. Granddad Dumbo. It's like salad dress. It was just salad. But it's a weird, it's a weird phenomenon because you just see this shit and you go, "Well, I guess that's how it is now," and then you just try not to think about it. That's look that's how I'm most mo- you mo- handle most situations. Right? You go, I "Try not to think about it, suppress it, and drink it away." Yeah, and just and eventually forget. <laughs> <laughs> it's been working so far. It's got me through the last forty-eight years. <laughs> You can get it's a very English attitude, really. Yeah. <laughs> what if you can do ear reduction surgery? I'm you sure you can. You can, like pro- you can cut your labia. You can cut your you know belly fat removed. I'm not fucking with. I'm no plastic surgery. I'm, I'm, I know you could use it, but I'm not saying you need to be with. No, I, I'll, I'll look like I fucking look. I don't give a shit. It, no, it, you look great, but I wonder like if you could reduce your ear size. Probably. You could probably have a. It's probably easy to transplant an ear as well because it's like it's not like you have any. <gasps> yeah, but if you can't do that, then I then I want some. I want an ear from someone that's not my culture. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me in this like, ear. So, 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 Tell me your uh, racism in the <laughs> black ear. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like I'm gonna get some feminist ears. You know, ones that oh, finally ones that one <laughs> ones that just hear offense in everything. Yeah. <laughs> Are you mansplaining? I'm allowed to say that because how about two different ones like you don't they they shouldn't be the same (laughs) one from the south and one from the north exactly yeah something like that Uh, just two completely (laughs) different ears imagine ears actually filter out what you want to hear oh fuck you know sometimes i think that does happen though so if someone says directly to you you hear it twice two different ways i think Mm. i think that's that's how, that's how you call ego. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's exactly that's how that shit works. Yeah, yeah, it's called. Yeah, oh, yeah. this threatens my ego, therefore I'm not listening anymore. Yeah, yeah. I mean, ah. t- entitlement too. Take this one further. So you can only understand the language the ear comes from. Like, oh, the man. Mother tongue. That's like, funny. Everything else just sounds like gibberish. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is some hitchhiker's guide to the guy. Like, yeah, the ear, yeah. Yeah. It reminds me of this one lady when I was telling my, my joke about my ex-girlfriend. And I say, oh, yeah, you used to call her my noodle. And the one like lady in the audience was like, nope, can't say that. Nope, shut down. Shut down. She was like, nope, that's racist. You can't say noodle. And I was like, fuck you. Like, I can call anyone anything I want, really. My ex-girlfriend, I can nickname her noodle. She's happy with it. Like, who are you? you know? And what was her reply? I mean, I didn't even see this happening, but obviously her one ear was like <laughs> full of dick cheese. Or something. I, I had a similar <laughs> thing with like, Contigi. There, there was this English lady sat at the front who was on a visit to Zurich. And then I, I was saying this joke is is that where I was just explaining like because living with a woman is hard, and I was like connected to fifteen years yeah. of that shit, and she immediately went <laughs> like really loud, and I just said, "You see what I mean?" Whole room <laughs> laughed. <laughs> <laughs> Shut her up immediately. I love <laughs> I, I love an audio pearl clutching. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. An, audio, an audio butt squeeze. That's funny. <laughs> the anus tightening is two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just it's a screech. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's all connected in like one long windpipe. But what if what if you what if you had a ghost ear? Welcome to the XYZ podcast. <laughs> On this creepy day in the middle of summer where it's hot when and the sun is shining. Go bump in the night. Today's episode is about ghosts and I'm here <laughs> with the creepy Christian Breaker. Hello. <laughs> and, and, and the almost dead Dean Iron. Oh. <laughs> Zombie sound. <laughs> And I'm Harry Fox. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm your hero tonight, Harry Fox. Ghost sling, wolf sling. You know what? Th- this, this was the moment. If we filmed this, you would sit in a leather chair with a, a leather-bound book in your and lap. The and there's the background. Yeah, exactly. The fire is just there in the, in the background. It's like, hello, children. Did you tonight's tale? So that, that's like, that's actually the first thing. Just, I know you have this tradition in South Africa of like reading Christmas ghost stories. 
Christmas ghost stories. Yeah, it's a it's a big thing in England. There's this there's this the, there was this guy called this author called M R James who wrote like oh the ghost of Christmas past and stuff. N- not so much that one. It, these are these are proper ghost stories, and there's this author called M R James, and he would write these kind of old school goes it was always like some archaeologist is found a mound in somewhere and then the bbc made a series of this with uh, uh not vincent price christopher lee and it was literally that he sat by a fire in an armchair oh, yeah, reading yeah. his story original from a like where that that's kind of standardization comes from oh yeah the hammer house of horror movies <laughs> is it got anything to do with the goosebump books Tell me about them. Goosebumps? I've heard of like I've had them. Oh, yeah. Horror series as kids you could read about. Yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah. But no, we, had a, we had this thing of telling each other ghost stories when, when you were like around kids and stuff. <coughs> around, yeah. Flashlight. Flashlight and stuff. That, that definitely was a big thing. So who's seen a ghost? Let's, yeah. That's, wait. Hold on. Let's rephrase that. Like, um, throughout your life, I guess first things first, do you believe in ghosts? Do you believe in an afterlife? I know it's a broader topic, but who wants to go in there? We want to hear the, the scary shit. I don't believe in ghosts because I try not to believe in anything. and I've never experienced anything. I try not to believe in anything. Yeah, because like, why I should I... say that, Harry. Why should I believe in something that I, I've never seen a ghost, never experienced a ghost? I've had maybe some adjacent ghost things, but but I have heard one explanation that, that basically, yeah, is that... Yes, you totally do get ghosts. This comes from Indian mysticism uh, and it connects with your karma and things like if you get killed early uh, before, like you should, your natural lifespan should be about 83, 84. Oh, that was a battery-ish. That was me, don't worry, sorry. Oh, okay. And um, yeah, and so, and in this it's like, yep, there's totally ghosts. Uh, There's reincarnation, that the system is reincarnation. So it's linked to reincarnation. Yeah. And that, that you either you either disappear, that's like you've been enlightened, or you get reborn. And in certain fucked situations, you go into this limbo. In between. Yeah. And, mm. and base, but the good news is basically we don't need to be afraid of ghosts. They can't do much to us. Okay. That's, okay. that's the... Have I you don't seen know. I don't the movie Poltergeist, though? <laughs> the documentary Poltergeist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and paranormal activity. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I find this I find this super complicated because I Jesus. What does Jesus say? So okay, this is this is fascinating to me. In um, there there are different different types of Christianity when it comes to ghosts. There there is the um the the vein that would go like ah, oh, ghosts are not real. They are not from God. Blah blah blah. That's not a thing. And then there are <laughs> what are they? Yeah, there we go. So um, but there there is a whole mysticism around the afterlife obviously uh, like christianity is very focused on death <laughs> in in everything that they do <laughs> yeah um and there there is in, in the bible there are there are passages that talk about people calling on to ghosts and, and it's a whole thing so they, they technically exist exist in christianity and there is good ones and shitty ones um but it's usually not linked to people that died. Sometimes they are, but it, it that's that's not the the thing. It's usually kind of um, angels or fallen angels, and then it becomes uh, super fucking weird. So, yeah. you know, fallen angels are basically the angels of Satan. Blah 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 blah. So there's this Ooh. whole um, this whole spiel, and um, I know people that are very very Christian that totally believe that ghosts are a thing, but they do not make that link to souls that didn't get to where they are supposed to go they they are making the link much more to this is the army of jesus or the army of satan and they they they're fucking with us but you have you have the limbo thing like you go into purgatory or limbo not according to the bible that's just uh that that's just a a catholic myth Ah. isn't that just a representation of earth itself We here stuck in. Purgatory. It was it, it was a it, it was a great Catholic advertising campaign that I explained before <laughs> yeah. on this uh, on this podcast. But mm. it, it, yeah, the, the limbo thing is 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 a is a Catholic thing. Interesting, a fallen angels. Limbo in Brazil is actually that thing where you go underneath a pole at a party. So what about you, Dean? So we I got we, we had a, a very early conversation um, about a year ago uh, about. 
like little gnomes and um, shitty fellers that run around South Africa, like Tokolosh and all that sort of yeah. stuff. Um, yeah. Do you believe in ghosts? Like, or do you have uh, encountered ghosts? Uh, said hi, high five. I mean, I'd like to, I'd like to believe in ghosts. I'd like to believe in an afterlife, but I just don't. Yeah. Right. But my, I come from a very spiritual background and the stories that the, my mother and grandmother have told me, like, how do I look at my mom and be like, you're lying. You're fucking lying about this. But these stories are, and I have had one kind of weird experience. <laughs> Go on. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, let's do. Let's do. All right. So wait, wait, wait. Let's, let's start, start from the settle back, children. Settle back, children. Turn dim the lighting and listen grab to a, grab Dean's. a cup of tea and a bicky and yeah. light the log it fire. It was a dark, stormy night. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. No, okay. So this is, these are stories from my grandmother and mother. So my grandmother's um, one and only ghost experience was that she was lying in bed with her ex-husband, um, and his brother had gone to the army. Right, South African army, um, and he was headed home that weekend. And she swears to God that this happened. And kind of, I don't know, like how to take this. I'm just repeating it, right? It's like a family legend that we have. But they were lying there in bed, and she, they say, they swear to God, they heard the whole room rattle, and it sounded like a train had run run past the house, and they could see like the lights and the whole thing. And it was like the weirdest experience they had. Turns out her brother, his her husband's ex-husband's brother, had died on the train coming home that night because um, he he was skipping on a ticket and was hanging on the side of the train and fell underneath the rails. Fuck. Right. So like apparently that was his like goodbye fucking message or something as a ghost. Holy shit. Straight from my grandmother's mouth, you know. Right. I can't like be exactly like okay, grand. I mean, That's I do bullshit, that anyway. That's <laughs> my grand, you know. Yeah. Um, and then. This is also like, cause like I don't really believe this stuff, and if I did have any kind of belief with it, it would be like, if we move on, we leave some kind of resonance, some kind of energy behind it. My imprint on, cause you know everything's interconnected and everything shares a vibration and gravity field, and the Earth is all connected and we're all made of stars. Blah blah blah. So perhaps if somebody does die, they leave behind something. That's the as far as I'll go, right? right? But then my mom, who's a highly spiritual person, and does see ghosts and does have a third eye and is very connected to these things. And I've gone through enough experiences with her to be like, maybe there is something, you know, like how could it, maybe it's not the idea of what ghosts are and souls and stuff, but there must be something. Do you, right? do you mean say every time we've said Dean's mom, we've invoked her presence. <laughs> she's been with this us. is why the cups always move around the table. Okay, Harry. All right, all right. And then someone just backhands Harry's head. <laughs> why do you always leave her with a headache? It's not just oh, the drinking. <laughs> okay. So like the, the strangest experiences I've seen is this. So like the ones are the weird ones are where we're driving on a highway at night and my dad will be driving back in the day and my mom will be sitting there and she'll 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 get the fright of her life and like grab the steering wheel. This was like this happens about three times now. Right, she'll be like, ah and grab the steering wheel and my dad will be like, What the fuck are you doing? Like we're on a highway driving. She's like, I saw someone in the middle of the road, ah you know. So every time we're driving, she often sees the ghosts of people running across the road. Right? Nobody else in the car sees it. Uh, but the fright that she gets is so genuine and real. You know when someone gets a real fright and when they do it, she gets yeah, this yeah. real fright every time. And we're always like, Jesus, mom, you, <laughs> you crazy woman. Okay, forget that. This is the ultimate story. Something that I wish I could poke holes in and deny and and call my parents crazy on it. But my dad also experienced this one too, which means... Okay, whatever. The most rational people. The most the rational person <laughs> in the family agrees <laughs> that this was real. Okay. Yeah. The one who's not spiritual at all. Whatever. They're lying in bed in their old apartment, the first apartment they lived in. There's a lot of bed action in the. A lot of bed action. In the family it's all there. very night vibes, you know. I guess. Um, they're lying in bed, and apparently the apartment was haunted. My mom could sense something was there. It was a bit off, and she suffered from night paralysis in this apartment specifically. Right, and she's that's fucked up. That actually fucks with your brain. Yeah, fucks you up hardcore. She's never had it before or after, mm -hmm. and she kept complaining to my dad that she said, "Listen, there's a ghost here. It's an old man who's here, and he tries to choke me at night." Right, and my dad goes, Ugh. "She wants to move out the house." My dad's like, "No, 
Don't be so fucking crazy, irrational. You're absolutely nuts. Because she's often tried to kick him. Anyway, she does. She successfully wakes my dad up one time when this is happening. Jesus. Right? And this is how my dad tells it. He says, you know, I swear to God, I woke up and there was a glowing ball above the bed. And kind of like this image of an old man sitting on the edge of, on the end of the bed. And he looks over to my mom and she's lying there like frozen and can't breathe or whatever. And they moved out the apartment two weeks later. You know. Wow. So I was like, ah, guys. Yeah, I mean, shit. What do you want me to say to that? Right? I don't know. So I'd like to believe it. And then I guess the last part, because I've been talking too much, is my only one experience with it. So like I've always been afraid of the dark, like a little bitch. Like I'm sure most of us are as kids. Um so one night, like I would always did run. Did you have a little a little lamp in, in your bedroom? Yeah, of course. Dude. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I would always run and like turn off lights and just run, and you get that feeling on yeah, your yeah. back, like something's it's like chasing creeping you. Up yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just run faster. <laughs> but yeah, I one think, night I think that was Uncle Bob that you. <laughs> <laughs> something did touch me. I knew it. <laughs> um, the one night I'm lying there, I fall asleep in front of the TV. I wake up, I'm alone. Middle of the night, witching hour, typical standard movie bullshit. But I feel strange at this time. I feel weird because usually I'm like, I'm scared to turn off the lights and run. But this time I feel weird from the moment I wake up. So I, I run, I switch off all the lights and I'm running. And we have the security gate in South Africa because we're going to lock multiple gates on the way to the bedroom. Right? Safety. And so I'm flipping over the lights and I run and I turn around and I lock the gate. I look up and there is this like fuzzy white thing. Now, it's like, it was the equivalent of like, you know, when you get up too fast and your like blood sugar is low, yeah. but it was like concentrated in the a specific in area. Eye. Yeah. And I freaked out. I was like, nah, nah, I'm good. Like locked the gate and just ran with the bed. Like that was the closest thing I've ever come to anything that could have been or looked like a ghost. And you were like, fuck that. I was like, it. fuck this shit. I'm no, out. I can lock the ghost I'm out. out. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah, you can't get through but, the security okay, door. So uh, this, is, uh, this is something that fascinates me is the way that your mother described um, that that situation in the bed where, where she got kind of like strangled by like an yeah. old man. Yeah. So, all right, this is what happened to me. Um, it is in the same vein, but um, the story is a bit crazy and... I was there, but I don't remember because I was a baby. <laughs> so this is a story. They say babies can see ghosts. <laughs> well, this is the story that my mom tells, um, and she explains a bunch of things with it. But, all right, bear with me on this one. So we are, um, as a family, we're on the train, we're going somewhere. And um, there is a, a lady um, walking through the train, and she's begging for money. And my mom doesn't give her any money. So this lady... Um, apparently turned around and cursed me. What? Um, but not like uh, your shitty little son. But literally, my like mom. My mom explains it like she she did jinx me. Like that there was this whole. Why specifically the baby? I don't know. But this is this is how mom That's described it. So the, um, that person basically said something. She was. Fucked up. She, I know gypsy is offensive. But they're cursing people, babies here. I mean, Romanian, like the traveler, nomadic. I'm not sure. My mom never really went into this. It, 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 she, she, she never really explained where that happened or what what the circumstances were. She was just literally talking about someone that was begging for money. And um, anyway, so she goes like, "Oh no, leave my kid alone," blah blah blah, and send her away. And that that was that. But my mom swears that after that. I didn't sleep for the next three years. Like, it was just a crazy time. Like, uh, as, as a child, I w apparently I went fuck. Like, right before that happened, I was supposed to be apparently quite calm mm. as a child. And then I would go fucking nuts. Like, every single night was a horror show. Really? Um, and <laughs> so I don't remember this. I absolutely don't remember this. But what they did was, and this is going to sound super fucking crazy. So uh, my, my grandmother, also turbo Christian, um, basically the, the mother of my mother, that, that's, that's the route, um, also turbo Christian. She takes me to her house and they basically did an exorcism. <laughs> so <laughs> so it's, not, it's not like in the movie The Exorcist or whatever, but they, they did this whole fucking prayer thing for the whole night and... Um, th th there's something super crazy called um, 
they they basically put oil on your forehead like um uh, mm. uh, oil and then they do a little crucifix shit mm. that sort of stuff so mm. they, this is what they did right Burn so Roy's they, they got yeah they, they got together like all the ladies in the house <laughs> and they did this fucking prayer fest and apparently after that it was all good that that's the story that they're telling Interesting. I, I was part of that but i wasn't part of that you know yeah, what i mean yeah. it's just it it's supposed to have happened that to explains. me you would have probably been a lot taller if so. <laughs> 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 and we're basically saying this guy he was in the exorcist yeah yeah he's like yeah why a baby though that's fucking evil ah, i don't know like it did that it, it never it never really came yeah. up that this is a story that my mother told me yeah of course years later that's which is like yeah so yeah you were a bit of a shitty kid because of <laughs> someone because of the goddamn fucking curse bewitched that, yeah, you yeah. or something i don't know but it's it, it it happened to me um, as a child that the whole uh, paralysis, the sleep paralysis thing. As a kid. As a kid, that did happen to me, but I never I never saw a ghost. I I had once or twice I thought I saw someone at the door of the room that I was sleeping in. Like the the door would always be slightly ajar, so I could see out if anyone was in the in the hallway or anything like that. And uh, again, I was also afraid of the dark. So, um, but I would see someone literally staring inside, mm. and I, I still have this picture in my head. Mm. Old uncle, and it was it was yeah, old uncle Jimmy Bob. again, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Jimmy or Bob. Uncle Jimmy. Um, it was clearly not dad. It was clearly not mom. It was no one that I knew. Um, but I couldn't also pinpoint who or what it was like it yeah. was just a shadow so m- but maybe it was the expelled demon it was the expelled demon just it, hanging around the apartment like, oh maybe God. it's still <laughs> following you today yeah maybe fucking it's like, it's like we will get this child into banking uh, <laughs> and then comedy yeah, it explains let's, everything let's let's fuck that planet properly and send him into a, a capitalist school <laughs> switzerland yeah Did when are you gonna sign the deal with the devil oh fuck for fame and riches so i got a cut i got i got I got one or two stories. So, so the first one relates to me is just something I got told. One actually, no, this is this is interesting. It's not exactly a ghost story, but um, uh, I've told that I got this birthmark on my back. It's big, <laughs> and I once went to a physiotherapist uh, who, like, and it was because I was having neck problems, iPhone neck, and then. And I've been told that she can do some weird stuff. And then you get there and Reiki? she... No, that she can... <laughs> I've been told she's got some strange powers. She can tell you stuff. <gasps> and then I get there and she says, you, you've probably heard I can do something. And then she explains, basically, if I touch people, uh, I get memories from their body. Uh, and then... Um, because a birthmark is a symbolism of a way you died in your past life, right? Well, the, no, the birthmark said something else. First of all, this problem I was having with the neck, she's touching that. And she said it wasn't an iPhone. She said... Too much wanking. She said, I see an Indian guy. And actually, this neck problem I, I had began with... And I used to do kickboxing at university. This friend of mine, he kicked me hard in the neck. And I'd completely forgotten about... I Like, I'd totally forgotten about it. And she's like... And out of nowhere, she's like, I see an Indian guy. And and I'm like, fuck, that's where this began. She had a finger on the point where his his toe had, had like, hit me. Uh-huh. So that was one thing. And then she told me about the birthmark. She said, she said often birthmarks are uh, related to children that were aborted or, or fail, like, uh, what do you call it, like, miscarriages so basically if if you have like like unusual birthmarks um uh, it's the spirit of the child from your mother that didn't make it and it's attached itself to you and and <laughs> I, I asked my mom she denied it but between between me and my brother's an eight-year gap and like a, a, for making a young family, it's like you'd expect there to be one in the middle there, yeah. not the, like this eight-year gap. And so I don't know. Like my my mom is blurring the details or forgotten or I don't know. Maybe it was that 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 really hard to pass fart. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that one. But here's another one. They don't come out of the ass though. Like <laughs> usually, sometimes you mistake it. So there could be an ache and then there's a, a sound. 
And now Harry's got an ache in his back. You know? All right, so here's the one. That's, uh, I had an ex who said she could see ghosts. And I'll blur the details, uh, but... She lives in uh, Dubendorf? No. <laughs> this, this, this was in Zurich. There's, there's a street uh, near Idaplatz called Marzestrasse. There's a couple of buildings there where they have these, of the entrance, they're the buildings that look quite old but have been renovated, they have these weird kind of statue things of like women clutching babies above the doorways. And apparently these buildings were often used uh, for the widows of soldiers and this kind of stuff. Um, uh, I don't know if this is historically correct, but the, basically what she was saying is that living in this, in this flat, she said she would see, and it was always out of the corner of her eye. It was very often there was like a, a, like an image of a soldier going, but like to like twenties maybe or something at nineteen twenties. Sometimes I'm not the soldier was twenty. It no, was, it was it wasn't some yeah, fantasy. Oh, yeah. some <laughs> might, maybe 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 that explains all ghost stories. Like your mum's had a choking fetish, and like, <laughs> and like this. Stop it, Harry. She was like this girl was banging twenty year olds. No, but so she kept said, and she said it was like it was like seeing a shadow in the corner of your eye. So it's just right. like someone moved, and you got it, and then you look, and there's nothing there. And she claimed that she was quite sensitive to these kind of things. And then eventually she, a, a mother of a friend of hers basically came and did an exorcism. There's this, this freaky <laughs> mom and there's a whole bunch of other stuff that she told does, us. Does, like, does uh, your mom know her? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I mean, she hang out. She, this, this woman also gave feedback that we, that me and this ex had been together in a past life uh, and that my kids were were our kids in this past life and blah 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 so uh, i i have i always had this idea that exactly these type of stories and even the experience that my mother told me it's all bullshit right so in in my head uh, i was trying to rationalize all of these things because i was just like no ghosts aren't real like same with you Sadine. it's just it's all bullshit. We we are we are highly suggestible beings. Yeah, um, we recognize so patterns. Exactly. We are, of, we are yeah. telling each other stories, and then uh, even if you don't believe the stories, you're trying to make shit up in your brain. Like, uh, especially if you've done drugs be it's before. Like dreaming, yeah. For those people who have done drugs before, um, it happens quite a lot that when you start hallucinating, it, you you're hallucinating actually things that you kind of have in your memory because of stories yeah. or whatever. Blah blah blah. Yeah. So, but here. <laughs> Here is when when I got together with my partner, we spoke quite a bunch about uh, Cambodia, and Cambodia has a very very dark history. I thought from a brief Harry just saw a ghost weird moment. I I felt that we were in your flat and your girlfriend was there. I don't know why. Oh, all right, <laughs> okay. So highly suggestible, uh, Harry. I don't I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, a ghost um, flat. All right, so. Uh, she she grew up here in Switzerland. Uh, her parents fled uh, to Khmer Rouge. Um, it was a, a genocide on on spectacular scale. Um, really really scary shit, and and uh, people died left right and center. So even um, in her family, there there are memories of that. There there is uh, memories of war. Um, I spoke to her parents a bunch of times. They they would be um, telling me stories how they had to. F flee through the fucking jungle and stuff. She went back um, when she was 16. Um, so she she went to Cambodia for the very first time um, with her parents. And she tells me that when she was there, people told her at night, never walk home alone. And not because of burglary or anything like that. It's just because the souls that couldn't die, they're still hanging out in the streets. So that's the story. So it goes, it goes very similar to the whole um, experience that you had, Harry, in, in India. Yeah. It's that, that limbo thing. Um, so they're basically saying, like, there is ghosts and there is heaps of them and shit gets weird at night. Like, they, they come out and they follow you home. Yeah. Um, and, oh, and don't turn around either. This is one that that's super fucking weird. It's like you walk home and you walk in a straight line and you go where you need to go. You don't look back. That's that's what they what they tell each other. And I was like, all right, 
come on, you don't believe that shit, right? It, this is this is bullshit. It's yes, of course, it, war is traumatic and it it it. it it leaves incredible, incredible scars, um, mental scars and all that. This is just a coping mechanism. And I don't want to belittle that in any shape or form. This, mm. this is a reality. So a this, this, tradition. This, this totally happened. But she's steadfast. It's like, no, this, it, is, it is like this. It's eerie and you hear sounds that you're not supposed to hear. And it's, it's, it's a wild ride. Like, uh, apparently, a, a night in Cambodia is, is a, a fucking ghost party. It <laughs> sounds like something we should go check out. Stories yeah. are starting to come out. I mean, to me, though, that's the interesting thing. Is like, is like on on the one level, like I think you you can make a choice in a way of whether you, whether where, at least whether you want to like if you're close minded about that shit, like walking down the road, just look ahead. Lo like logically, you're just like fuck that shit. And if you're in a mode of like, like. That shit may exist, may not, but it's not. If you don't even know it. the story, for example, and you're yeah, just walking in this road. But but I think the moment you start looking back, you bring that question mark into your mind that makes you more sensitive. That's to my. Th that's what I mean by being suggestible. So is it is it one we if we turn ourselves around and look, we start seeing shit that we have in our brain. Well, you're, you're 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 oh, you you're saying maybe there's something there. So this kind of fear and this primal stuff starts coming. It up. is a biological aspect to it as well, because like Darren Brown, the illusionist, he says, you know, he's a world-renowned. I'm magician. glad he said Darren Brown and not, not Dan, Dan Brown, Brown, because otherwise no. I would have killed myself yeah, right yeah. now. <laughs> no, Darren Brown, he's a he's an illusionist, but he says, look, I'm a skeptic. I'm not a magician. Uh, these tricks are all just psychological tricks or tricks of the hand, etc. Yeah, et sleight of hand. Brilliant. I'm sure you've all, all heard of him. Yeah. He did this amazing uh, show once where he was saying that the religious aspect, can he convert an atheist into a believer? That was his challenge, right? You got to go check out the episode, but entailed they he put a bunch of people in a dark underground subway, empty subway in London and told them it was haunted. And he left them there. And then he was watching their responses. And at the end of that, there was one lady who sat there and was like, well, I feel pretty comfortable in here. you know. And he's like, ah, this is my target. She's like the least likely to believe in anything spiritual and is through and through atheist and is confident, right? And Darren Brown does his whole magic bullshit psychology tricks in a church and then leaves this person there. And you have to go and see it for yourself. I'm not giving it away because the reaction is just undeniable. Yeah. This person stands up and has a moment of God a moment of true belief where they stood up in church and they were like, they started crying and they had seen God and Jesus and all of this. And they, they can't explain afterwards how they felt that way, but it was a true like miracle that they had experienced. And Darren Brown was saying, yeah, I pretty much just activated this part of the brain that like is subjective to religious experiences and spiritual experiences and all these things. This is, this is incredibly profound because that's, what happens a lot in church anyway like th there's a there's a whole thing about singing together there's a reason why christians sing in mm. church mm. because it creates um it, it, it's very tribal but it creates this sort of atmosphere atmosphere and belonging to something bigger than you yeah. because you yourself would not have these type of voices like it has to be the whole group of people coming together as one it's like a war cry yeah full yeah. on but and that that itself creates a spiritual experience because you you are never connected to other people that way in any other way like in your daily life you never experience this unless you go to a comedy show and you laugh together it's it, it, you <laughs> know people aren't doing much these days anyway <laughs> yeah exactly but it, it, there is this there's this thing of connecting um a, a very basic human emotion with a, with a, a tool it's it's a gimmick like singing is nothing else but a gimmick but that can and i have seen this it can create an overwhelming feeling of seeing god like you, yeah. you can sing yourself into trance they say it releases serotonin and dopamine in the same way that certain drugs do yeah as well you know it's almost exactly the same on an mri scan but i think i mean i think the, the stuff mixes together with like people selling beliefs and stuff that we that we can probably do like 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 i think 
yeah and uh, like there's a uh well i've i've experienced some one or two things through doing yoga which were freaky and they're through doing certain things that you don't normally do like just sitting still with your eyes shut for an hour yeah, yeah. um and you can and if you do stuff like if a room full of people or making like a ohm noise for like hours your brain starts to do some shit and it may be just like hallucinatory or it may be there's something more going on you're just getting parts of your brain woken up and uh yeah all right we're back after having had no break we're back in it okay so guys i've got a i've got a i've got a, a zurich based ghost story oh. now it's told through the eyes of a teenager in fact my son but <laughs> can i apparently no, going there Apparently, there is a ghost on the Utliberg. So, and it's the ghost the of... The ghost of capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, and so basically, there's some, uh, there's some route that you take. A lot, often people take it uh, uh, from around the Trimlischpital area, like the hospital. Uh, there's a way up the Utliberg where you, uh, often if you're going sledging in winter, you go up there. He went up there with a group of friends, and he, so he he I think he claims he's seen it twice, but he's basically they go up there, they're fucking around doing whatever teenage bullshit they're doing, and then on the way down they're just like waiting for, and they see this woman standing like in the woods, like uh, like 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 five hundred meters away, and she's like wearing a uh, a white robe. Uh, yeah, I've met her. And she's staring intently at them. But the thing is, what she's wearing for this time of year, she would be freezing yeah. to death. And then they they all start, and they like they've, and she's kind of lit up weirdly. And they're like, "Do you see this?" And they're like, "They're all like, what the fuck is that?" And like they all saw it. And then this thing starts to come towards them, like it's drawing closer, and no. it's, it's coming no. with, like they said, is the way it was moving was fucking weird. How long has he done mushrooms? For? And then, they, <laughs> and then they all ran like fuck, and that. But no, I think so, he's only so seen they it got once. home in time for dinner. He's challenged me a few times that we go up and look for this. So it apparently happens around, like yeah, do it nine p.m. ish or something. Yeah. Yeah, checks out. I mean, I mean, if she'll give me a blowy, I'm down. Like, <laughs> ghost blowy, that must be I, quite... Exactly, <laughs> that's one for uh, the bucket I reckon list. it would be cold, but moist, oddly. Uh, <laughs> I think that's describing Harry's penis. Could, could, <laughs> you, could, you, could you give a ghost a facial? I don't know. Like, <laughs> I mean, technically... With so a little bit of face sitting play with a ghost. Because maybe, like, cum is ectoplasm. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. It's the only thing you can touch with It's the, the only thing that will stick to a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> now, it's like, now it's like you're putting it on your hands so you can feel the ghost. Yeah, yeah Bill Clinton can attest to that. It's <laughs> <laughs> cum is the. <laughs> I think we've just blown away any creepiness there. Anyway. <laughs> we yeah. replace it with a different type yeah, of yeah, creepiness. Oh, fuck, fuck. All right, guys, that was a that was a attempt to that was a strange a spiritual ghostly, a ghostly, a ghostly podcast ghostly episode. Tune in next week for your next dose of ghostly. I, oh, any XYZ. any ghostly plugs? I have a plug. <laughs> All right, um, this will come out before. All right, yeah, twenty sixth of August, um, Comedy House. Uh, Dean is going to be there. I'll be telling um, you about the death uh, of my comedy and, career. Uh, <laughs> this is going to be great fun. Uh, we have a headliner, Frank Richter. Um, Shout out, Frank. It's going to be super cool. Um, and <laughs> Harry, you have some plugs. Yes, in-your-face comedy. Bam! In, in your face comedy. Now you know how to sell stuff. Exactly. There we go. I, needed, I needed a line to bring out. Can you can energy. you disclose the lineup? Because I'm quite excited about this. Uh, yeah, we got. So I haven't finished with the lineup. We got we got Mr. Breaker Dean. Unfortunately, can't make it. Uh, Sorry, dude. We, Next time for sure. We got Caro, and <laughs> uh, who else we got? We got we're gonna have a bunch of comedians. I'm for this for this though. I think like because it's an open mic. I really want to get it back to some open micy roots. Uh, so you know we're gonna we're gonna give some people some chance. Like Dean is just losing. This is funny. This is really. <laughs> it's gonna be a great show. It's gonna be great yeah, show. yeah. We're well, gonna have fun with it. So I'm check excited. out such a in your face comedy on Facebook or or Instagram. Uh, I'm sure you find it. Mm. Dean, anything? Uh, no, just 26th of August. 
Uh, the Comedy House, uh, Frank Richter, headliner. Uh, well done. Yeah, if I was going to... No, I won't tell you what Frank said. Mm. What else can I plug? Uh, Ale House on Sundays, usually. I think not the Sunday, but the Sunday after. Don't know what the date is. You can fucking look it up. It's uh, with comedy on the fly, like uh, improvised comedy. If you're looking for um, info about gigs happening in Zurich, actually go to the xyzpod.com. There we go. Yes, Um, Harry did a little compendium. Uh, So you, you, yeah, look on. Just go to the homepage. It says like, like English comedy in Switzerland. There's a link at the top. Mm. Follow that. You'll find all the shows. Exactly. And we would love to hear some of your guys' ghost stories. If you guys have experienced ghost stories, if you. Oh, feel yes. like that you're gonna be a ghost one day if uh, you can communicate with ghosts we'd love to hear from you please write in or check us on check it out on our fucking link to our homepage blah 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 xyz.com okay that's <sighs> it thanks guys okay. bye, bye. bye.